Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hits Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify wh- your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. The latest Bradford Show, Jerry Remy from Spring Training. We talk cancer, we talk broadcast, we talk everything that you would ever want to know about what is going on with Jerry Remy, what he went through what he is planning on doing, all of it. And we kick it right off, right out of the gate. We hit the ground running in this one, talking with Jerry about spring training in the old days, and then we obviously get into the stuff that's newsworthy. Listen to Bradford's show. It's a good one. The Yaz trick was this. He, you know, I got here, it was toward, toward the end of his career, and uh, his trick was to come out here the first day and work out for about six hours. He'd do everything. He'd take fly balls, ground balls, you know, hit. And then, then you wouldn't see him for like three days. He'd go back to Boca Raton because he couldn't move. So, <laughs> so then he'd come back, you know, and they'd always write the story. You know, I, I forget. I think Larry Whiteside would write the story, you know, that Yaz is in the best shape of his career. Oh, yeah. Know, and it didn't matter. Well, he worked out six hours today. I haven't seen him in three days. Well, but... we haven't seen him in three days, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but then he would come back. But, uh, yeah, it was... It was totally different times, and I, I really admire and respect the uh, the shape that these guys get in even prior to spring training. So, so Jerry's down here at spring training. Going to be here for the duration now, right? You're going to be calling the games for now toward the end, right? Right. That's right. how the schedule. Last week of the, the last, last five week, five of the six just, games. I mean, that's you can you can get on the the exercise bike in the rubber suit. You don't need to. You hit the yeah. ground running yeah. right yeah. on yeah. March, whatever you're doing it. Um, so take us a little bit through, if you can, because I know people want to know how your off season has been. Uh, I remember, I think I saw you at the Alex Cora press conference. You looked great then. You were doing your last uh, chemo session, correct? right? Yeah, right, right. It, it was. It's been a difficult, you know, physically and emotion, emotionally. It's, it's been very difficult. You know, it started last J- June. Uh, with the surgery, and um, the surgery um, was very, very difficult. It took me about eight to ten weeks to get over that. And the, the, the down part of it was that, you know, they thought they were going to be able to go in and get the tumor uh, through surgery. As it turned out, they couldn't get it all through surgery, and it had spread. And that was really the downtime for me. I mean, it, was, it really hit home, you know, where I, now I've got to go through chemotherapy, and, and, and uh, we did three cycles of that. I came through that pretty well. You know, it was a little bit like a roller coaster ride, but, um, you know, I talked to a lot of different people. I talked to John Farrell, for example. I talked to Bob Ford, a friend of mine, a, a childhood friend. Mary Ellen Lynch, my Lynch's wife, I talked to her. I talked to as many people as I could who had been through it. And it seems like everyone had a different story. And uh, mine was a different story. You know, I, 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 um, I made it through the three sessions fairly well. Uh, and then I had 27 straight days of uh, radiation after that, which finished up uh, probably the middle of uh, uh, January. 
So since that time, I've had no treatment, and it's been basically trying to get my wind back and my resistance back and, and, and things like that. So I try to do a little bit of walking every day and try to get that built back up. But uh, it, was, it was trying, you know, physically and emotionally trying. But, you know, you have no choice. And, you know, the interesting thing, Rob, when you're, when you're going through stuff like this is you're sitting with people who you look to your left and look to your right, there's somebody in worse shape than you. And they give you incredible motivation. They really do. They're so strong. They're so strong, these people. And um, it, it, it really was a help to me. And, and, and the reaction and that I got from the fans, uh, from, from people I don't even know, it was just uh, the outpouring was just amazing. I, I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it. So those kind of things help you get through it. And let's face it, you know, you, you're faced with this. You've got to deal with it. You deal with it, and, and you try to move on. When To go back to the timeline, I remember we had uh, – we were coming back from Kansas City, and that was going to be – you had just done your last game, last uh, last series before you had to go into surgery. Right, right. 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 So, like you said, you have the surgery, and they, it's not taking out everything that you had anticipated. Right. So, Never, yeah. Right. Everybody was very confident that that would do the job, mm-hmm. uh, but that didn't quite do the job. You know, it had spread, mm-hmm. and that was – That was, that was tough to take. That yeah. was the low point. That was like, you know, wow, you know, mm-hmm. we're really going to go through this, you know, because every time I've had a procedure done, it has taken care of it for that for that particular time. This was a little bit different, and that gets a little bit in the scary area, you know, mm-hmm. so it's something I hadn't experienced and something that was very, very you know, I was, I was, it's a very scary word for me was chemotherapy. So, but, you know, the, the doctors were great. I mean, and, and the best advice I got was just do what your doctors say. And they was, they was tremendous over at Mass General. And uh, they, uh, you know, they carried me right through. So, uh, so I'm very lucky to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, um, um, I, I, I hope that's it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I really do. And I just want to get back to doing what I enjoy doing. And that's Red Sox baseball. When, uh, so when, when did you feel in the off season? When did you feel sort of like, all right, you know, last four or five months really sucked or whatever. Yeah. Do you say, okay, you know, I can start moving on a little bit. I mean, you're never quite moving on, but. Yeah, well, the radiation, once once that was finished, you know, I was, that fatigued me quite a bit. And I was, um, after five weeks of that, I was pretty tired, but, um, but then I knew it was over. You know, I knew that was the last part of the treatment. So I continued to get, you know, a little better, a little better after that, a little stronger, stronger. And that's still going on today. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm in uh, 100% yet uh, uh, as far as, um, as as far as my endurance goes. But I, I will be there by the time I start doing games. You know, that's one of the reasons I like to get down here early. I, mm-hmm. I can walk around a little bit, get some exercise, get up to the ballpark, see the guys, see see what's going on and it's kind of an outlet for me that I, I really enjoy so um, I I, uh, I, I, I I don't know you know I've been to a lot of spring trainings but I'm not sure I've looked forward to one as much as really yeah yeah, yeah. Well, the, I mean, starting when I mean just like you knew so you got down here what Two days, a just days a couple of days ago, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll be here for the whole month of March, and I'll open the season with them. And um, it, um, it, with all I had been through last year, and, and the ups and downs, and you know, I, I realized, you know, how much I, I still enjoy this job. You know, I, this will be my thirty-first season, but it doesn't feel that way to me, and, I, and I, it's just such an outlet for me. 
to take my mind off some of the other things that have gone on in my life. And, and um, I, I really, um, you know, I, I still have a passion for it. And, and if I didn't, I wouldn't be here. Mm. But I still have a passion for what, for what I do, and I love what I do. And it, to me, there's nothing like, you know, when they say play ball, let's, let's, let's analyze a game. You know, that's, that's the most fun for it for me. When you, so when you say you look forward to coming down, obviously the weather's nice and being around people. Is it the actual baseball? Like you say, you have a passion for it, but is it the actual? We we just came from standing around the clubhouse. Yeah, I don't have a passion for standing around the clubhouse. No, I don't. But either, but, yeah. but but there is an element of hey. That if like much like how hard it is when guys finish playing of separating themselves from that clubhouse atmosphere. Right. So is it the whole thing? Is it? it the, is, it's yeah. the whole the whole picture. You know, it's the start of something new. It's something fresh every year. Um, we all know that you know uh, spring training is everybody's happy. It's the it's the best time of the spring of the year because nobody's made a mistake yet. Nobody's lost the game. You know, and uh, we know how things can have a tendency to change as the season goes on. So I say enjoy it while you can while you're down here because this is probably the best it's going to be you know so uh so but yeah for me it's like i've never really got the playing out of me um i i i I, the way i try to approach my job as an analyst is try to be as close to the players as i possibly can because i think it helps you know for 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 them to have a knowledge of me and for me to have a knowledge of them and kind of know what they're going through and what you know um it helps me explain, I think, and, and analyze a little bit better, you know, that I know more. So, um, and I, I just enjoy it. I, I, you know, it's, look, it's been my life since I was 18 years old. Mm. And you don't just forget about any part of your life. Mm. And, uh, but you do have to make adjustments, you know, from, from playing time to, to, to broadcast time. There's, there are adjustments you have to make. And uh, you make them and then you learn what works best for you and you continue to do that. Would it be fair to say that when you were... You- when you were going through those really tough times uh, with the the chemo and the radiation and everything, that this, like this moment, and then the moment you're going to have when you start broadcasting, that's what sort of, that's what really was the motive, or one of the chief motivating factors. Yeah, you, you know, I've always been a goal setter, you know, ever since uh, I can remember, you know, whether it be playing-wise, broadcasting-wise, and so my goal for this year was very simple, you know, let's get through this, and let's get through it the right way, and, and, and clean it up, and, and, and get back down to to, to doing what I, I enjoy doing the most, and that's doing a baseball game, and hopefully doing it well, and, um, you know, I have so many people to thank that I, I don't even know, people I don't even know that, you know, was sending letters and cards and, and messages and people I met in the hospital, people I met sitting in radiation, um, you know, chemotherapy, you know, it's 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 just mind-boggling to think what some of these people are going through. And so, you know, immediately my goal was focused on, yes, I'm going to be ready for March 1st to go to spring training. That's what I want to do. I want to be down there, spend some time, spend about three weeks where I don't have to worry about doing a game, get to know the new people, let's Especially, mm-hmm. and then uh, go on and do my job. So, um, um, you know, I just I just want to be healthy for a while. I, uh, you know, I, I think I mentioned in a press conference last year, I was down, you know, and I, I said, you know, I said, I'm just I'm just tired of this damn cancer, and you know, and really that's what it's been. So I I hope to, to grab a few years free of that now and be able to continue to do this. So the last qu- last question about that damn cancer is is so what do you do now? Like you just have to check in? Yeah, yeah. We have scans that will probably go every three months, and then um, uh, I'll have them when we get back from spring training. And then, it, then, then they, you know, depending on how things are going, 
mean, they may extend it to every six months, but mm-hmm. that, that's part of the rest of my life. I right. mean, you know, I'll be scanned every three every three to six months for the rest of my life, and which is a good thing because you know they pick things up early. So, um, you know, I, I've, I've talked about it before. You, 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 you've really got to see your doctors. You know, too many people avoid seeing their doctors, and doctors saved my life. You know, because they pick something up very early, and uh, if you if you if you're able to get things early, you got a much better chance. And you know, so many people are afraid to go to doctors because they're afraid to find out what's wrong. Well, you've got to know what's wrong because had I not known, I'd be dead by now. So, you know, it's uh, that, that's pretty pretty much my message. The so now we're going to go to the broadcasting aspect, which I, this, this hopefully we can. You know, talk more and more about the actual team, the actual broadcaster going forward. And I know people are going to come up to you, how you doing, Jerry? You yeah. know, go get him, Jerry, and everything else. But like you said, this is what you like talking about. One interesting thing, I would think, that you, you know, you've had probably more time off from broadcasting than you had during any stretch. You know, maybe 2013, something right. like that. So when you watch the games, do you, do, you, do you get a different perspective of it? Do you say, I don't watch them. Oh, you don't? I don't okay. watch them. No, I, I, I can't do it. You know, it's too tough for me to do. And I feel like if I'm supposed to be there doing the games, uh, I, I, I can't watch them. You know, I, I, I just don't. And I also like to form my own opinions. Um, I, I have a tendency sometimes to listen to, to other announcers, whether it be national or local or whatever. And, um, you know, I find myself either agreeing or disagreeing. And, and I, and, and I want to be my own person, you know, do it the way I've always done it, mm-hmm. and so um, basically, I'll, I'll read about the game. Or, really? Yeah, the next day, and then and then if if I have a stretch where I'm off for a week, you know, I'll come back in mm-hmm. early and get get updates from coaches or players on what happened there, and uh, so that that's how I go about it. It's just a thing I have. I, I I just can't sit there when I know I'm supposed to be doing something, and I, I'm not able to do. You don't it even turn the sound day. down, or no, no, I don't. Turn on yeah. the Radio, you know no. what I do sometimes? I watch. If it's a Sunday night game, I might watch that. You know, mm-hmm. but I have. Uh, and it's not, it's not for any mean purposes. Yeah. I just, I just have a problem. You know, being there and 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 and, and not doing the job that I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so it's much easier for me to turn the game off than not watch it at all and watch something like Blue Bloods instead. instead. <laughs> that's, listen, that's fair. I mean, if, if yeah. you are going to watch baseball. Blue Bloods yeah, is the next well, why not, right? logical next explanation. Um, so, so when you when you jump back in last year, did was it is it one of these things where it's just like boom, there it is, like it just it, yeah, you've you done know, it so long, it's yeah, it, it, you get nervous. I mean, yeah. I get nervous prior to you know if I miss some time and I come back and it takes you it takes you a little while, a couple of innings to get back, but after a couple of innings you're in back in the flow of thing, and mm-hmm. you know I, I I've been lucky to work with good people who make it easy for me to, to do that, you know, so uh, I've never had a problem with that and then last year when I came back was, was kind of fun because uh, we did some uh, dual broadcasts, uh, three men in the booth Yeah, with, uh, I like those, with. I like those you know why? Because, like, I like them anyway, I'm, I like all of you guys um, but I like it because sort of Dave set you guys up 
And yeah. it was just like, it, it's sort of like when we do this podcast, like I did it with Pedroia and Cora in the same row. It's not me interviewing Pedroia. It's not me interviewing Cora. Right. It's just you guys talking. Yeah. We, and I enjoyed it. I really did. You know, I enjoyed it for a couple of reasons. First of all, it got me back in a booth during chemotherapy. And uh, that was that was like a big step for me. And I think I, I think I did about 10 games at the end of the year. And we did them all three-man booths. And I really enjoyed it much more because I've never been a fan of the three-man booth. Uh, but, you know, there are some that work mm-hmm. and some that don't work. And I thought this one clicked pretty well. Now, I don't know what the schedule is for this year, whether we're going to have uh, any of those coming up. Do you know how many games you're going to be doing? Do you have I'm going to do, I got 115 115, this year. 115 yeah, okay. which, is a, which is a good number, you know. I, I, I think we've, we've come to a... Uh, place where it's a good number for me. It's a good amount of time off, but yet it's it's a busy schedule. So mm. um, you know, it gives me a chance to get a couple of maybe West Coast trips off, which uh, you know become grueling the older you get, and, mm. um, and and frustrating because you're out there, you're on at one o'clock in the morning. You know, <laughs> you know who's watching? You know, oh, yeah. listen. I mean, that's well, that's one of the things we talked about with the uh, with the team this year. Everyone's like, oh, they got to grab the attention right away. Well, good luck with that. You got a West Coast trip in April. No, you got. West Coast trip. You got Celtics. You got Bruins. You, yeah, got, you got Tampa it, games. It, I yeah, mean. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it's 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 like anything else. I mean, you know, you, you what you hope to do is get off to a good start, and and, and when those clubs wrap up what they're doing, that you are able to, um, you know. Uh, be in a good spot where people pick you up and and then carry carries you through the rest of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. So when when you also a big part of last year was sort of you know you know with the act and the price and the chaos and everything else with the team and and I just wonder like from your perspective as a broadcaster is you know is there is there a way that to get this. For lack of a better term, the likability. Like I know that they cringe every time you hear this. You've been around a lot of teams. You were, I mean, you've been around teams where I would imagine were miserable assholes. Yeah. You know. And well, the- yeah, yeah. It, it, look, look, this was nothing new to me. You yeah. know, th- this was a big deal last year. It continues to be a big deal. Uh, but believe me, I've been in the same position. You know, many times. And my approach has always been, you know, I, I like to get into the ballpark early. I like to get. I, I like to go in the clubhouse and I, my feeling is if someone has a problem with me you know you're more than welcome to come up and, and let's talk about it mm. and I think something got lost in translation here between Eck and Price and you know I, 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 I you know people will they'll get all over me because I back Price but I'm, I'm not backing him in the situation he could have handled it differently there's no question but you've got to remember when players can't perform because they're hurt they're miserable they're absolutely Absolutely miserable, and 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 and, and I, I'm sure that's part of what he was going through last year. Now, you know, you get if you get a guy that comes back this year and has a terrific season, he's going to be fine. And, and and the Red Sox need him to have a terrific season, you know. So, uh, have I had those issues? Absolutely, really. I oh, absolutely. Well, so, you have you had like. I mean, this is to me. I don't know. You would know better than I. It was a, the, the setting was unique, and we've gone through the setting before. But you've had incidents where guys have confronted you on planes and yeah, everything. No, well, well, just one time on a plane, Josh Becker came up to me, and I don't know if he was kidding with me or not. He said, "But hey, Lester's really pissed off at you." I said, "Oh, really?" I'm thinking, John Lester's pissed off at me. I said, why? So I got up and I went to the back of the plane where he was sitting. I said, John, I said, you got a problem with me? And he goes, no. I says, I don't have a problem with you. I says, well, Josh just told me you're pissed off about something. 
He says, oh, no, he's just busting your balls. I says, no, he's not. I said, he's telling, he's, I said he's, something's wrong. Mm. So I says, what is the problem? You know, tell me the problem. If I'm wrong, uh, what I do is I correct myself on the air. I will mm-hmm. if, I, if I feel I'm wrong. And it was something that was said during one of the games he pitched. I don't even, it was a minor, minor, minor issue. But, you know, you've got to take a consideration in my job that these guys are competing at a high level every day. They, they, you know, they, they, nobody likes negative criticism, you know, and, and I don't try to be negative. I try to do it in a way that, um, you know, lets you know that there's something wrong. But I've also, what I've always do in every single game that I do, I say to myself before the game starts, don't forget what it was like to play. Mm-hmm. And and for 31 years, I'm proud to say that I say that before every game because it's hard to play the game. It's really hard to play the game, and so you know you got you got to understand the wide range of emotions that the players go through the course of the season. But you know that the whole thing last year made me laugh a little bit because you know I've been through it. I've been in. I think anybody that's had our job has been in the same situation. Well, it's good that you know we talk about the Lester thing. It's good that you powered through the passive aggressiveness because I think that that's what happens in baseball and this is the problem I have there's not enough of the hey you know what you have a problem let's talk through it right right, right? right but right. you're but that doesn't that scenario does not surprise me at all yeah it's like oh no no I had no problem how many times have we heard that yeah right? oh yeah 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 because you know but no no there is something wrong yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and so let's chat about it and, and and I've always said and I've done it I've gone on the air and said you know I was wrong in what I said yesterday and you know if, if the guy's right and he makes it makes sense and you know, something I said didn't quite uh, uh, mesh with what, you know, he was thinking. And, and, and then I think about it. And if he's right, I'll say it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I don't care. It doesn't bother me at all, you know. And um, But you can't be right in this job all the time. You can't be. And you're dealing with so many emotions. <laughs> you're dealing with... Uh, with uh, players who are, you know, strung out at times, who are, you know, angry at times, uh, who are very competitive. And, yeah. and they, you know, they, they hear it, their wives hear it, their families hear it. Sometimes it gets lost in translation, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I've had my, I've had plenty well, of issues. And, and here's the, one of the things that... It, it makes me uncomfortable or mad when the players don't have a, a good perspective of, of your job or even my, or your job, right? Particularly yeah. with the broadcasters, of like they're like, well, he works for the team. He works for the team. Why is he saying anything negative yeah. at all? Well, we also work in Boston. Oh, yeah, 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 but you yeah, can't yeah. like you can't you've and we've yeah, seen yeah. broadcasters and analysts come and go because in Boston, if you're not at least honest, this is why I think people respect you. One of the reasons and and like listening to you. To, yeah. You know, you're respectful of them, but you're also honest. You have to be. Right, but the players, you've heard it before. Players are like, I thought they worked for the team. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, well we, we're not cheerleaders for the team, and that's not our job. And and, and we, would, we would come off foolish if, if, we were, if we tried to be anything but honest with the people of Boston. Look, they're, they're not stupid. They're, they, they, you know, they're pretty good baseball fans. They right. know what's going on. So um, you have to be honest, but I also say there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. I think there's a right way. For example, 
I would I never say, you know, he should have caught that ball. Nobody should have caught a ball. Now, he could have caught that ball. That's a different way of saying it. You know, you, you, he could have made that play. Right. But nobody should have made a play. That's why they have errors in baseball. You know, and people, you know, it's not that easy. So there's different ways to say things that don't get people annoyed. But, you, you, you know, your goal isn't thinking when you're saying stuff that, you know, this guy's annoyed and he's going to be upset with me. Yeah, well, if it is, you know, I'll go in the next day and we'll, right. we'll sit down and we'll but talk so, you know, about some it. Guys, some broadcasters do think that. They're like, oh, I don't want to, I'm not going to say this because I don't want to. Nah, you got to say it. You I know, but it. I, that's good. And yeah. it's also, you have to, obviously, I don't need to tell you the right perspective. It's funny you said that because, uh, you know, just doing the pregame show, Hanley, Hanley, when he was playing left field, he, I see him in his locker and he's like, oh, so you thought I should have caught that. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's like, oh, could you have caught him? Like, no, but I'm not paid twenty million dollars to catch it. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I, I fully. I mean, I think we all fully understand, and I think it's when you come back to the situations last year, it was like it's like a lot of things. Everyone dug in on their side. Yeah. Like just dug, yeah. And that's never a good thing. Even even when Price had his thing at, in the clubhouse after he was going down the right road, and then he sort of veered off, and he's dug in on his side, and it's never a productive thing. What you said with that John Lester scenario to me like that's how it should be done yeah yeah that's that's how I try to do it and like I say I'm visible I, I'm in there every day I, I you know I, 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 I'm blessed to be able to go in you know if I want to go in at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and that's actually when I have the most fun in there because I that's where I really get to Before chat the with the guys the media gets in there right well it's not that it's not that the media it's just that I get a chance to talk to the players a little bit more they're you know, a little more accessible relaxed at that particular time I get to speak with the coaching staff more I do some work and uh, I just feel uh, there's a comfort level there for me and it's also an opportunity if somebody wants to chat with me let's have a chat sure you know so um, uh, it's a part of the day I enjoy you know and and, and, um, and, and I, I like I'm kind of a nut anyway I like to get my work done early so I, I can relax before the game and mm. you know kind of get focused on that what did you what do you make you, you're around these guys a lot you know these guys like you said they probably confide in you more than anybody else so that's how the dynamic work when you're around more than anybody you, you're you get to know their personalities the perception was the likability thing like in my thing was well they're good guys like yeah. i just the only thing i would say is that i think they they might be a little hesitant right now to to show like their personalities i don't know it did, did. yeah you know I, I i i think you know and i keep going back to this and, and you know we hear this all the time this this is a very, very difficult place to play. I've played here. I've broadcast here. And it's hard to let your guard down here. It really is. You look at managers, for example. You know, their lifespan's four or five years here. And then they're burnt out. Well, totally I, thought, I thought Farrell had a real gut. What, it was, let his guard down less and less and less. Yeah, you know as it went on. Yeah, and like I, I, you know, I've known John for a long time, but his press conferences, every word was measured much more. Certainly, much more when he was a pitching coach. Right, it's hard because right because he also knows that like if there's one slip up. 
there you go. That's you're right. Off. We went one blow up, and you know everything. Yeah. Everything hits the fan. So uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's a different place to play. It's it, I think I think in a lot of ways it's tougher than New York because New York's got two teams they can deal with. Here it's just one team. It's every game is like the World Series. You know, and that's how it's covered. And so you know, um, it take it's it's different. It's different. I mean, I, I I went from one spectrum with the Angels to coming here, and it was like, oh my God, you know what a difference this is. But it was a good difference. Okay. It's, it's no, I wouldn't want it any other way. And I think if players are totally honest with you, they'd rather much be in this kind of a situation than one that people don't care about. Yeah, well, Bruce Harris, right? The Bruce exactly. Thing, exactly. Right? exactly. Well, people leave all the time, and they, you know, after two or three years, they go, "Wow, you know, I should have, I should have enjoyed myself more." And then, you know, and if I have a message for any players in here, I say enjoy every second you've got because you've only got about ten to fifteen years to play this game, and then you get the whole rest of the life to live. Mm-hmm. And, and and you know, good, bad, whatever, you know, enjoy, enjoy what you're doing because nothing else in life, I don't think, is going to give you the same satisfaction is the competition that you face day in and day out in Major League Baseball. I really don't think so, you know, and I get some of that by doing a game, by staying involved in the game. I get some of that feeling uh, when I, if I can call a hit and run or call a bun or a squeeze play, I, you know, that gives me a rush. Yeah. And 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 I I, 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 I just think that players, you know, they, they've got to just try to enjoy this more because, you know, once it's gone, it's hot to find something as challenging and rewarding as what you've been doing. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've enjoyed this because I'm sitting in really nice weather talking to you, <laughs> and I could talk to you all the live long day. But uh, but uh, and I'm sure we'll talk again. But most importantly, Jerry, it's awesome seeing you here. It's awesome. It's always awesome talking with you. And um, and I really look forward to just sitting around doing nothing in Fort Myers and just talking. All right, Rob. It's, it's, it's been fun. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Jerry. Okay. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.